Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm Amy Preston and it is my absolute purpose in life to empower women to truly value themselves and step into their very best self in body, mind and confidence. I hope you enjoy this podcast and if at any point you think, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Amy as my coach, please do just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach and please do help me on my mission to empower as many women as possible. Like, share, rate, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello, welcome to your latest episode of Live Your Wow. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's going to be a little bit of a different episode today. So what I'm going to do, so I have got an amazing free December accountability habit tracking challenge happening at the moment. And honestly, it is absolutely incredible. Really buzzing. The ladies are doing themselves proud and they are really building incredible habits at a time when they've all said, normally it would have gone totally out of the window. So some of the ladies in the group have posted some questions in. So I thought it would be fantastic to use this podcast today as an opportunity to answer a few of those questions because I'm sure they are questions that so many of my listeners here will have as well. And I really want to educate as many of you as possible and help you, support you, add as much value as I can and help you on your journey to your best self. So what better way to start to Today than answer some of these questions. And then once I have done that, I am going to be focusing on, I've got one, two, about four tips, four to five tips that really hold people back. The four things that really hold people back when it comes to weight loss, if that is your goal, but ultimately sort of any kind of goal, fitness journey, any kind of thing in life that you're trying to be successful with, a lot of these tips will apply for as well. So we're going to go over what really holds people back so that you can then overcome that and make sure you truly step into your best self in body, mind and confidence and you are a success in all of these areas. So let me delve into some of these questions that I have had. So part of the habit challenge that I am running is all about building really healthy habits. So that's things like getting 10K steps a day, eating five portions of fruit and veg, winding down before bed, all of these great, great things that so many people do really struggle to do, especially through December. So one of the questions that I have had, there was a lady in the group who was really struggling to kind of hit her 10K steps a day. And she said, how can I get 10K steps a day? She's finding it really hard because of the dark mornings, the dark evenings. She doesn't want to go out on her own in the dark and walk before or after work. And she sat for much of the day. So she's asked, how can I get my 10k steps a day? So to take the pressure off with this one, with all of this, okay? So when you're aiming for 10k steps today, for a day, instead of aiming for 10k steps a day, change it and aim for 70k over the week, over seven days, because this then takes that pressure off getting 10k steps every day, because some days it may feel virtually impossible for you. But other days you may smash out 15k steps. If you do a really nice walk at the weekends, you might have a much, much kind of more active time over the weekend or on certain days of the week as well. And it takes that pressure off then to hit it every single day. So Biggest tip I can give you is look at it over seven days and aim to hit a minimum of 70K 
over seven days and that instantly takes the pressure off. But then there's also things like if you're really honest with yourself, you're probably sat for too long a period. So set yourself with work, 50 minute work blocks. There's a fantastic app called Pomodoro app. There's a various different ones. And it's all about a technique where you sit or work in sections, in blocks, and then you give yourself a break. So it's often 50 minutes working, 10 minute break. And it will give you an alarm, tell you to move, get up, walk around. You'll be surprised how many steps you can actually get in 10 minutes of just walking up and down with intention quite purposefully. And then also make sure you're taking your lunch breaks. Too many women are working through their lunch breaks. And this comes down to boundaries and saying no. Have your time. Do not let your self-care slip, okay? Even a 20-minute brisk walk on a lunch break, you're going to ramp up those steps. I reckon 20-minute walk, you're going to get at least sort of 4,000 steps probably, okay? So that's going to really smash that right up and take that pressure off. So you're not getting to an end of the day and thinking, oh my gosh, I've got a di- I've done a thousand steps and I've got to get 9K steps. You'll find that throughout the day, you're just ramping them up so much more then. And then all of the other kind of things like park further away, okay? Never ever get the lift unless of course you need to, but if you can, always, always take the steps park further away. Don't drive round the corner to the shop. If it's a two minute drive, it will probably be a 10 minute walk. Take the walk. Okay. There are so many instances in your day, if you're honest, where you can truly walk. So cut the excuses. Okay. Get out and walk. Okay. Next question. What ideas have you got for snacks? So this particular person says they're eating a lot of fruit, but At the moment, they don't necessarily feel like it. I think they've been a little bit unwell as well. And they just wanted a few more ideas for snacks. So on this, okay, if you can increase your kind of protein sizes, your portion sizes of protein with each meal, okay, and up your calories of each meal, ideally from your protein intake, you will actually find you need to snack less, all right? You won't feel hungry. Okay, but if you really are including snacks, and I like snacks, okay, I'm not saying cut out snacks, I do love a snack. Aim for snacks that are higher protein. So in all honesty, one of my go-to snacks is a protein shake, or it will be like a protein yogurt or some Greek yogurt with some protein powder stirred in. And the reason for this is because protein is very satiating. It will keep you fuller for longer, all right? And if you can have protein in the morning, 20 to 30 grams of protein, about 30 grams with each meal, 30 to 40 even with each meal, you will start finding that you are feeling fuller for longer. So this particular person couldn't eat nuts as well. So another go-to if you could eat nuts would be nuts, things like dark chocolate. I love having a little tub of a few nuts and a little bit of dark chocolate in there, but also things like rice cakes, all of these things. Um, But ideally, try and get it from protein, okay? And fruit, all right? That's where your snack should really, really be coming from. And then somebody else has said, I do, I think, around three to five full body weight workouts a week. This person, their goal is weight loss. They have had a baby, I think, around five, six months ago. Um, And they've asked, because they're doing three to five weights workouts a week, should they split them more into sort of more muscle groups or should they keep them as full body workouts? Now, I would ideally say this is obviously totally dependent on your experience with training as well. So if you are more of a beginner, okay, this person has also 
had a baby five, six months ago. So we need to take all these things into consideration. So this is why really prescribing individual training programs is key. And that is very much kind of what I do with my coaching, work very much individually with each person. So everything is totally tailored to each individual with their training. Because following generic plans, yeah, it's okay, but it's not prescribed just for you to get you the results. But in general, what I would say, if you are consistently doing three to five weights workouts a week, I would say definitely split that, okay? You could look at a push day, all right, which would be much more kind of your pushing exercises, so perhaps focusing on your chest, your shoulders, your triceps, a pull day, which is going to be much more your back and your biceps, and then a lower body day. And then you can just keep cycling those. And the benefit of doing that is can you, you're going to get a much more kind of targeted workout focusing on those muscles, all right? But you're also going to have more recovery for them because after you've trained your lower body, you've got your push day, you've got your pull day. So your lower body then has its recovery days, which are vital as well. So I hope that helps. But caveat here, your weights workouts are absolutely not there for weight loss as well. So weights workouts, it's not about how many calories you burn. You any workout. So I don't want anyone. Okay. I'm really against people looking at workouts to burn calories. And the more you, I used to do it. I used to do it. I used to be obsessed with it. But until I made a shift from actually thinking about workouts in terms of burning calories and just to look a specific way or to lose weight and much more in terms of how I feel and getting stronger and feel empowered and all the other benefits like better cardiovascular health, greater bone density, so important as women, especially as we get older as well, all these other benefits. So start looking at weights, workouts, even running, all of these things, much more about challenging yourself to get fitter and stronger. And it really helps you enjoy the workouts much more then as well. And ultimately, if the goal is weight loss, it comes down to being in a calorie deficit. So it's about burning more calories than you consume. And the way to do that is to look at your nutrition. And it's why I focus so much on getting your steps in because ultimately in a day, only around 5% of your overall daily calorie burn is coming from a workout if you've done a workout. Whereas around 15% is coming from your neat. So that's your steps and your overall movement, you getting up, moving around, which is why I pre- always place so much emphasis emphasis on people getting their steps in and moving and not sitting for long periods. And that can even include just getting up, doing the housework, moving around. Um, Okay. And it's always why you often see kind of people who you might say, oh, she's so naturally thin. She's, she's not naturally thin. Okay. She moves a lot. Okay. It does always with everyone. The science behind this all is it comes down to that energy balance. Okay. So always bring it back to that. And if you want to kind of chat more to me about energy balance, it's something I work a lot with my clients on in their coaching, very tailored to each individual as well. Have a chat with me, okay? And we can delve into that a little bit more and making sure that you are in a calorie deficit. Okay, so that is the questions answered for today. I hope that was helpful. Now, I want to go into now what really holds people back from achieving their goals, whether it be weight loss goals, any kind of fitness goals, any other goals as well, some of these are really relevant too. And it's really what separates successful people from non-successful people. Now, you may be somebody listening to this who feels, oh, I never get results. Results just kind of 
things that only other people get. I can never, ever get there. I've tried so many different times. I've tried the Cambridge diet. I've tried Slimming World. I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried Keto. Nothing works for me. You might have lost weight and said, yeah, it worked. Newsflash, it has not worked if you've reverted back. If it had worked, okay, you would be living that life still right now. Okay, so it's likely that if you lost weight and you put it back on, that diet has not worked for you. So then we see people throwing the towel in and then feeling frustrated, feeling like they failed. And it really, really holds people back then from achieving their goals. So in all my years of coaching experience, I have got one, two, three, four, five key things here that I have seen with hundreds and hundreds of women that held them back. And this is a huge part of how I work with my ladies in my coaching to really on a one-to-one basis, understand you, what is holding you back, why you haven't been able to get to where you want to be. And usually a lot of this comes down to mindset and that deeper inner work as well. And one of the key things that holds the majority of women back is an all or nothing mindset. Think about how many times, and I've seen this within my December accountability free habit tracker challenge as well, where you have felt, oh, it's not perfect. I haven't got it right. It's not been a very good day. What's the point? I'm not doing it. I see it in my habit tracker challenge with people perhaps feeling like they haven't been able to tick all the boxes so they don't want to upload it. They feel like they failed. Or maybe even doing one small thing, but feeling like they failed because they haven't ticked all the boxes so they don't want to upload it. Okay, or maybe trying it for a few days, feeling like this is too tough, giving in. That is an all or nothing mindset. And until you recognize it and work on it, it will be forever holding you back. Okay, so the key thing with this is to know perfection does not exist. No day is going to be plain sailing. I've already seen within the accountability challenge group, and I see this daily with my coaching clients. People, especially right now, are ill. People have things, life throw things at them, okay? On those days, you might only have 40% in your tank. You might want to give 100%, but guess what? You can because on that day, your 40% is your 100%, okay? It does not mean, oh, I can't do this. I'm going to throw the towel in. What's the point? If I can't do it perfect, there is absolutely no point. Well, of course there is because if you throw the towel in, you're setting yourself back even further. But if you just keep doing the little bits that you can. These things will keep compounding over time. It will keep building your self-esteem, keep building your belief in you that you can still show up for you. Perfection does not exist. So forget that black or white thinking because that is exactly what this is and aim for the gray, okay? Next thing, people become too end goal focused. How many times have you said, oh, I'll be happy when I lose a stone. I'll be happy when I fit in a size 12 or whatever it may be. And you may well have got there and then you get there and you kind of think, yeah, well, okay, what's the next goal? What's the next goal? People are not happy when they get there. But also when you become so obsessed, and it's usually I see this with people getting obsessed with the scales and wanting to see a set number on the scales, okay, it then distracts from the process. And it makes you want to give up and not do the habits and the behaviors that are 100% needed to get you to that end goal. 
How many times have you just given up because you didn't see the results you wanted quick enough? Yeah, we want quick results. And when we don't see them, it just feels too tough and we just give up. We get frustrated. We get emotional. It hijacks our emotions and it distracts us from actually doing the things we need to do. And we start saying, I can't do this. This is too hard. And we stop doing it. You need to enjoy the process of getting there. Showing up with the behaviors is the win. Okay. That is the win. And we need to enjoy it to ensure that we don't give up. This leads me on to my next point that leads people to throw the towel in, that holds people back. And that is obsessing over weight. Now, I'm going to be very honest here, ladies. The goal is not, in fact, for the majority of you, it is not weight loss. It is fat loss that people want. And fat loss is only a tiny, tiny percentage of what is reflected in scales weight. Weight fluctuates so, so much. Okay, you could eat a particularly salty meal one night. You will then hold water to protect your heart, to stop you having a heart attack. So you're going to be heavier when you step on the scales because you're holding more water. If right now you have upped your water game, if you're on my habit tracker challenge, one of the habits to focus on, and a lot of my clients focusing on this as well, is hydration. And if you've gone from barely drinking any water to now feeling very hydrated and drinking two, three liters of water a day, you're going to be heavier. Okay. Also, your time of the month. Also, if you're suddenly lifting weights, you might have DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, and your muscles are going to be holding more water. They're going to be fuller. They're going to have more blood going to them. You're going to feel heavier on the scales. Okay. You could have also, all right, lost, say, two pounds of body fat one week, but you could be holding four pounds of water. So you could step on the scales and you think, oh my gosh, I'm up two pounds. Yeah, you are up two pounds, but it's not body fat. You've actually lost two pounds of body fat. In a few days, once that water weight has gone, the weight will be down, okay? And the best way to keep an eye on this is to focus on measurements, to focus on how you are feeling, ultimately. And as as I said, as long as you are showing up for you the best you can, can, you can focusing on that gray every day, focusing on the behaviors, that is the win because it's the process that will get you there. And without the process, you will not get there. Okay, so that focus on the scales weight will end up making you throw the towel in. Okay, a lack of fierce self-compassion is next. And this is key. It does come down to a mindset factor here. And sometimes people think of self-compassion as a really too soft thing. The amount of people that have told me, oh, I don't want to be self-compassionate because it's letting myself off the hook. In fact, not being self-compassionate is letting yourself off the hook. So think of fear as self-compassion. And this is saying to yourself, do you know what? I can sit down and watch TV or Netflix once I have gone out and got my steps in or done this workout. It's that fierce lioness within you. It's that parent for yourself. Because as adults, it's so easy not to parent ourselves. But think of yourself, treat yourself as you treat your child, okay? Would you let your child just sit and binge and not move at all? I would absolutely hope not. So bring it back to that with yourself. That is fierce self-compassion. Notice you see yourself get far more done when you are fiercely self-compassionate. You will not be letting yourself off the hook. And then finally, what holds people back ultimately is giving up, is throwing the towel in. 
the key to success in any part of life, okay, in career, if you're building a business, all right, in weight loss, in any fitness goal, is never giving up. So don't ever give up. Keep moving forward. You will hit those goals. Those goals will keep changing. Don't get frustrated. Keep focused on those habits. Keep focused on those behaviors and never, ever give up. Thank you so much for listening, ladies. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please, please, please do like it, subscribe to it, rate it, share it, share it on your stories. Let me know where you are listening to this. And if you've got a friend, tell them to listen to it too, who you think that it could really, really benefit them. And that helps me really fulfill my ultimate purpose here and mission of helping as many women as I can step into their best selves in body, mind, and confidence. So follow me on Instagram, drop me a message if you've got any questions at APFitCoach. And if you would like to find out a little bit more about coaching with me, let me know. I'll pop my Instagram in the show notes. I'll also pop a link to book in a totally free consultation call with me. And we can just have a lovely chat about you, about your goals, about what you're looking to achieve. And I can see whether I can help you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all so very much for listening. Thank you. Thank you.